You are now, 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 listening, listening to the Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober, Mostly Sober Podcast, Podcast, Podcast. You are now listening to the Mostly Sober Podcast. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me, as always, is my good pal, great friend, awesome buddy, Miller Lite's favorite son. He's not wearing a black shirt today. Zach, you hoss. Hello there. Oh. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Hi. Didn't do your vocal warm-ups. Yep. No, I didn't. A B B B B B B B, and we also have Harv with us today. <laughs> Harv's back. His dog's not shitting Red, anymore. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Yeah, how's Mike doing? Any other one? Um, Velocity. She's th- she's been better since about Thursday or Friday. Yeah, that's, that's good. It was the, it was a shit storm though there for a minute. She I, she got into something. I, I heard know. she ate something bad. <laughs> we had a good time last week. It was as if when she shit in the house, she saw how far she could travel while she shit. That's interesting. Yeah. What was the longest it was like streak? A trail. It was like a trail. It was like around the whole room. It was like around the dining room table. <laughs> How fun was that to clean up? But he it was great. I mean, at least it was a, hard, <laughs> it was it was a hard floor, at least. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Use a sham wow. I used a Swiffer wet jet. Those are hype, aren't they? Nah, they kind of fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> You're your first. You do like two like little streaks and like your, your wet, your, your pad is fucking dry and needs changed out. Oh, is that what happens with them? Dude, you need like 14 changes of like the little pad to... to Do you have a regular mop? Clean a room. Yeah, but I don't fuck with that. Me dog. neither, man. No. I don't know why. It just seems too difficult. That's, yeah, that's a that's another level of expertise that I don't have. I don't yeah. do mopping. I go... I like... like it's, it's basic shit for me, dude. Something that I can like rip off and throw away yeah. and replace. Yeah. Like, I don't like... If I have to like clean it and care for it like that yeah i don't know what to do with a mop after i'm done mopping yeah i could use it yeah but then what do i do throw it in a washing machine (laughs) yeah for what nah fuck that best advice to you bissell crosswave yeah it's like 500 bucks though it's worth the money bro it is the best investment i ever made for hardwood flooring yeah oh yeah that's my whole downstairs we got one oh really Mm mm-hmm what do you think I don't use that shit. <laughs> Give me the vacuum, though, dog. I got it. But I don't fuck with that, dude. It's just too much going on, man. You got to put, like, soap and shit in the water. and fi- I'll fuck it up. Like, my whole floor looked like goddamn, like, a, like, a, like somebody put fucking dish detergent in a dishwasher. Yeah. I have a feeling Zach would do some shit like that. No, I ain't touching none of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky if I fucking... Clean up a little bit of spilt milk. I'll look at it for like five seconds. Like, man, we'll get it. <laughs> Damn. <dude. laughs> Let's call the dog over. Nah, yeah. I'm kidding. No. I am very guilty of kicking ice cubes under the fridge. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, who doesn't do that shit? You got you got one of those. You got the fucking ice cube dispenser where it's just like, oh fuck, too much. Or you know, one last cube comes down. You're like, shit. Your dog's. If I do good pick it up, I'm doing the hook shot to the sink, and it might go in. But if it don't, <laughs> I don't know. Ain't my problem. I tried. <laughs> You know. Dude, everyone does the hook shot to the uh-huh. sink, too, dude. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the deal with that shit? What NBA player do you shout 
out his name whenever you do it. Is it it's, Kareem? It's, it's always Kobe. Oh, it's Kobe. Oh, it's, it's a Kobe always, with the hook shot. It's Kareem for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yao. Yao all the way. Yao, <laughs> Yao man. Big Yao. You always have been a big Yao guy. <laughs> yeah, you have. Thank you. Thank you for that. I yell Kobe when I ditched a helicopter on uh, oh, on Warzone. Wow, War <laughs> man. It's not really too soon, I guess, at this point. No, no. Mamba forever. Did that say Poltergeist? No, it's oh, Rheingeist. It Rheingeist. Oh. Poltergeist. Wow, that's a... They're back. <laughs> I just uh, watched the remake a couple of days ago. I didn't even know there was. Yeah, 15. It's not bad. It's not good. Is Jeepers Creepers coming back? Did I see that? I don't know. I feel like I saw that somewhere. That looked like it sucked, Harv. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. His face Told was you like... this isn't my favorite variety pack. So. You were like, oof. <laughs> like your face said, nah, you know what? I wasn't ready for it. No. That's the worst, man. That's like one of the worst feelings, too. When you go to like take a drink of something that you think was something else. Like, you, I don't know. Like you have... Mm. Like you think you got Mountain Dew, but it's Snuff Spit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like that worse. bad. I mean, that's terrible. But I'm talking like... Anybody who's head. rubbed... Has drank their own at some point, but have you ever drank somebody else? Yep, I have never, I have never <laughs> drank anybody else's. That's bad. Was it your dad's? Mm-hmm. Oof! At least it was. Was in the it family. as a child? Yeah. Oh. oh no! Oh man! And you still rub snuff? That's crazy. Yeah. One of my favorite pastimes. Puking? No, rubbing snuff. Oh, yeah. You don't really quit that. You like puking though, too. To be fair. I don't like puking. I like that one time that happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're always saying how funny you think it'd be to projectile vomit. I've never projectile vomit, and I think it'll be fun. <laughs> so that's, like the time after I ate all that corn, that was, it was fucking hysterical to me. <laughs> I feel like like this is the whole reason he wants to do the milk challenge, so he could projectile vomit. It might have something thinks, to do with it. It might have something to do with it. I think... Vomiting is like the, the worst, worst fucking feeling ever. Yeah, like I, if I had it my way, I would. It would never happen to me ever again. Like, yeah, I, I hate tur- it. I, I, you know me. I, I, that's the only time I turn to God. I'm like, please no, please, please, <laughs> please, 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 please don't throw up. Like, <laughs> the, the temperatures rising. Your fucking ears are getting hot. You're like, so your mouth you starts salivating. salivating. Oh, oh God, you know it's coming. You're like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. And then you right turn now. into a fucking monster. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. You never game. know that your body can make those noises. <laughs> and the worst is like if you if you're like hungover at a place you shouldn't be or something. Oh yeah. And you actually ha- like vomit somewhere and you got you're trying to like not fucking call dinosaurs with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, so since you guys shit your pants, what's your favorite puke story? Like the oh, one you never fucking forget. Yeah, mm-hmm. Zach, Zach told him before, I think. I, I don't know. I, I don't really like to puke. I'm not having something that's coming coming to mind. No. Yeah, I don't I don't really like to puke. Um, <laughs> that, man, I mean, I only really remember a few, and most of which, I've only puked once from, from drinking. And uh, it was, I was just on my way home from Applebee's. I think I ate a bad burger, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. I. Uh... It, was, it was nothing major. I know, like, the worst time it was for me was I got sick on a fucking airplane at a hangover. Oh. And I was like, yo, I'm going to fucking puke right now on this plane. Was you on the way back from one of your fucking football trips? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we had, I was so hungover that day. I had, like, a three-hour layover in the Tampa airport. What else is there to do, dude? Well, it was like, no, it was like a one-hour layover, and then it was delayed, like, two and a half hours Did after Did you drink? That. 
No, fuck no. Oh, you no. were still hungover? No, I was in bad shape. Oh, man. I was hungover, and... Was this the same weekend you shit yourself? Yeah, it was. Dude, what a terrible it was a, fucking weekend. It was a great... <laughs> it, it was actually a great week, aside from those two, two minor events. <laughs> but, yeah, I had to, like, beeline down the fucking... Aisle. Aisle of the airplane and pray to God that the fucking... <laughs> why do they even occupied. call it... Why do they call it a beeline? You should, it should be Because that's how line. a bee flies. I don't fucking know. You're making an eye line. You're walking an eye. It's not, you're not like making a bee as you're walking. As the bee flies. I don't know. I've always wondered why they call it a bee line too, no honestly. As, but it is... I mean, I'm sure there's some reason to it. Maybe it's because of that straight back on the bee. The phrase derives from the behavior of bees. Boom! No oh, right. shit! As the bee flies, dog. That's how I was going down that aisle. <laughs> fucking breaking my blood vessels in my eyes. I was wrenching so hard in that fucking bathroom. <laughs> Did you come out and everyone was like looking back at you through the aisle? Dude, they, people, like, I was so sick. Like, people were like, oh, look, that dude's, that dude's fucking ill. <laughs> like, not like vanilla ice. Like, I was fucking sick. Stop. <laughs> Collaborate. <and listen. laughs> Why not? License to ill. <laughs> License to ill, baby. Dude, look at you go. <laughs> On a fucking tear. Oh. One thing that you won't tear is the skin around your nuts if you use the lawnmower 4.0 to shave your junk. It's because of that Teflon blade. It's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's waterproof. It's got an LED light on front of it. It lights up your fucking junk for you. You can make it tell you ghost stories when you're in the shower if you want to. <laughs> it's up to you. There yeah. won't be any blood, though. You shower in the dark? No, but I put a shower curtain. I don't have a light in my shower. Neither do I. I actually do have a light in my shower, and sometimes I elect to shower without it. With no light. Yeah. In the dark. Not really like the But how are you going to tell ghost stories with lights on? Kind of like how you, like the bathroom's lit up, but not my shower. But there's still light. You couldn't tell ghost stories. Well, I didn't say I was telling ghost stories. I was just saying I shower in the dark. If you want to shower in the dark with the lawnmower 4.0, you could uh, you can make it tell you ghost stories if you want to. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, so many different cool products are just coming out for Manscaped. The, the uh, Boxer 2.0, pretty awesome. Nice little fucking package to carry your fucking junk in. It's cool. The jewel pouch, I love it. I like the refreshing body spray. That's so good, dude. The body spray is great. It feels nice after a shower. Like, if you're not feeling real fresh, but you don't got time to take a shower, you're going somewhere. Done. Through the old Axe X bullshit, you know? Boom. You're good to go. What they used to call that? Like, double chesty and shit in this commercial? Yeah, yeah that's what that. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pit, was, pit, double chesty. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what it was. Uh, how the fuck do you remember that, man? Mm. Well, you can save fucking 20% and get yourself free shipping. If you use coupon code MostlySober at checkout, visit manscaped.com. This Mostly Sober beer chug is for you girls and guys over at Manscaped. Cheers. Cheers. Found it ironic that we had a dog guy on last week and Harv had troubles with his dog. I know. I know, right? <laughs> How crazy. I was like, this guy understands. Did he t- that's <laughs> actually exactly what he said, I think. He's like, oh, man, I get it. <laughs> you fellas would have hit it off. I bet. I, I, yeah. yeah, he sounded really cool. It, it was a good podcast. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I, you still listen? 
that you're on it all I, the time? I listen when I'm not on it, for sure. And okay. every once in a while, I'll listen to it. Because I know it. even like whenever you just came on for your conspiracy episodes, and then when we did Ominous October with us every year, yeah. you were like, no, I don't even I don't listen to those. Well, I used to hate listening to myself, but I've kind of got used to it yeah. over time. It doesn't bother me at all it, anymore. It, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it, like you actually, I feel like I actually know what my voice sounds like. Yes, and I never dude. did through 31 years of my life. It's the same you know way I, mean? I feel, too. But yeah. it took me like probably 12 episodes and i'm like okay yeah that's me it's my voice i was in denial for a while i'm like that's not me <laughs> <laughs> i'm in denial denial how's everyone's week man it's a fucking hot one today and yesterday that's for sure yeah very hot zach's having a miserable what's wrong with you you having a miserable time today or what no why all right you seem down your no, orange shirt hot. you're hot right now no but i mean hot all day <laughs> It's hot. You don't do well in the heat. Don't. No, you really don't, dude. Die. <laughs> yeah, fucking. You know what I am impressed with? I'm sure you probably get this Snapchat too every day. Is the Porta John poop that Zach takes every fucking morning? Am I the only one that gets this? I don't get that. I, you, I've gotten it in the past. Yeah. No, not. No. I get it, dude. It's like fucking clockwork. I'm not very active on Snapchat though. So that's yeah, true. I, once he ruined our three day streak, I was like, he ain't getting. What are we up to right now? I don't know. You're not even my third highest on streaks. Damn, it's like 112 for me and Zach right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, I don't even ever look at that. I have no idea. Yeah, me and M's over 300. Me and Joel's over 200. Jesus. Uh, I think then you're next. Okay, that's fair. I think you're my top streak. Then I have a bunch of 70s. Of course. Zach got me hooked on those. Those streaks I got to my underpants, dog. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. That's a joke, guys. That's yeah, a yeah. joke, okay? There was uh, there's one that I heard before. It was like uh, some old guy at work was telling me it. He's just like full of jokes. And he goes, uh, telling our boss that had a doctor's appointment. He said he said he needed a, a sperm sample, a urine sample, and a stool sample. I told him go in there and just hand him his underwear. <laughs> like <laughs> one of those fucking old fucking people jokes. Cornball shit. Yeah, cornball shit. I love it. Anyone got any plans coming up this weekend? I don't know of anything that's really going on. How's the new um, the new shows hitting it off on the streaming services? I know you guys are pretty into that shit. What's uh, what's a big one right now? Kenobi. Kenobi on Disney Plus. Just ended today. Just ended. You didn't see it yet. I didn't see the finale yet. No. And you, no, you've you watched the finale. Oh, and then dropped the hot demon in your toilet before I you did. came Oh, here. my God. It was ferocious. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> adjective yeah, there. Kenobi's dope. Kenobi's dope. dope. Yeah. Uh, PS5's in stock in the area, guys. Not that you guys care. But if anyone's interested in getting a PS5, order on Target today. Um, they have uh, pickup only in their disc versions for four ninety nine. It's the only ones they got going on. Um, I'm looking for the digital one if I'm going to get it, but I have no need for a disc. Just you know, pain in the ass. Like I'd rather not get up and change my disc out. You don't have to buy discs though. I have. Oh yeah, that's true. I think I have one disc for my PS5. But for some reason, dude, I'd rather just save the hundred bucks and buy games with it. I get that. I you totally know. get that. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that mm-hmm. bent on it. I guess. I have I, it to watch movies. I probably wouldn't have gotten the disc one if I just the other that option was the one was that, I, that was. It was so hard to get that, and that was what was available. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's been over a year. God, Longer it's been like that. a year and a half. Yeah, I think we got ours in. November, November. Long, yeah. longer than longer than over a year. It's a year and a half. Oh. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we got a cool episode playing for you guys as we talked about in the past. Um, we're kind of upset though. Harv, actually. Well, you, you, you didn't go over the weekend thing yet. I just touched your knee very gently with my finger now. You can do it again if you want. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with the weekend thing? Oh, what are you dude, doing? Uh, fucking AW versus New Japan on Sunday. I'm so fucking stoked. Oh. So super stoked for it. It's going to be incredible. Wait, is this, wait, this is taking place where? In the New Japan. No. It's in the state. <laughs> is, that old, is that next to Old Japan? The Korea. <laughs> yeah. Kind of how, like... Is it in the I States? I thought York. it was Minnesota. No. I thought you said Minnesota. No. I, I, I gotta look. I think they're Surprise gonna do... you don't know. I think they're gonna do a neutral territory and go to, like, Ukraine or Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna go... Right to in the Ukraine. middle of the war. Zone, yeah, so. perfect place for a fucking wrestling pay-per-view to happen. Mm-hmm. We got Ben and Jerry's cookie dough, courtesy oh, of Hart. Chicago. Oh, yeah. Oh. Put that shit in the freezer or something. They got a freezer in that little fridge? Yeah. They. Do we? <laughs> do we got a freezer in that little fridge? It's up top where most little fridges, freezers are, the including little, the, the, the most freezer. big ones. The least utilized thing in the world. Yeah. Dude, it takes 19 years for ice to form. But it, yet, for some reason. It constantly, like, has ice inside uh, of it all, around, at all yeah. times. But for some reason, dude, it won't freeze water. I don't understand. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's it's literally water sitting on ice, and it won't yeah. do it. I don't fucking understand these things. What's happening? What is it now? AEW versus New Japan? Is that what you said? Yeah. This, it's a fucking awesome. clash of two different organizations. Mm-hmm. Now, how the fuck did that happen? I don't even understand how that happened. It's, it's like when Spider-Man would come to the X-Men cartoon. <laughs> no, I mean, it would be like if you have... <laughs> Marvel versus DC. Okay, yeah, I guess that would be more likely. Didn't AEW get a couple of their wrestlers from New Japan? Oh yeah. Okay. So what is this, where does this all happen? That it's like they invade fucking AEW or what? No. What am I missing? It's just the cross promotional show. So it's literally like one AEW guy versus one New Japan guy, or tag team, or okay. Triple but threats, but it's never like going to be AEW versus AEW. Yeah, the there's the women's title matches. Oh, and this AW. is this is uh, who is it? Britt Baker and no, it's not Britt Baker. Uh, it's uh, it's the one chick that just won in the last pay per view that I watched. Over it there. is Thunder Rosa That's taking it. on. Oh fuck! I can't even remember. Tony Storm. That's it. I remember seeing that. It'll be great. That's interesting. That happens at what seven, eight? I believe eight. Eight. And oh yeah, Chicago would be eight. It's an hour difference. Hour difference. You got any plans this weekend, Big Harv? I think I'm going to go golf on Saturday. That's, that's cool. That's about it. It's supposed to be a nice weekend out here. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, the low 70s. I'd like to go kayaking again real soon. I have too much fun doing that. I've been talking about it since we went. I, I got to do some home improvement shit Sunday, so tied up. I feel you. I might go kayaking. I don't know. Just kind of throwing the idea out there. I, might. I don't know. I might do something. I don't really have too many plans. My fucking knee's fucked up from hockey. I got to get that looked at on sa- on Friday. So I'll be coming a ref if we play on Friday, Zach. Oh, we are playing. Okay. I ain't. I no fucking chance. What's really sucky is the game that I got hurt in. Um, they ended up tying the game, and this league that we play in now doesn't have a fucking overtime. So that made us tie for fourth. Mm-hmm. And they only take four teams into the playoffs. So the next game that we play this Sunday that I won't be able to play in because of my fucking knee, if we lose, we're out of the playoffs. If we win, we're in it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's like fucking one of the biggest games besides a championship game. I can't even fucking play. 
sucks. Yeah. Dude, I, the way that I fucking got contorted, the guy was like, yo, bro, you did like a reverse scorpion. I saw the pain in your face. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> fucking ref. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm fucking in pain. It's terrible. I don't know. Hopefully I had to tear something. I don't think so, though. I think we'll be all right in a few days. But Harv got some awesome fucking interesting stories that we're going to be talking about. And we're really upset because Harv did a thing for this episode that is, is not not here. Big bad. We're doing a, we're doing a pirate podcast. Pirate Part, cast. Partly because the uh, the eye patch fact took off so much on, on TikTok. And we talked about doing a podcast then. So we're going to do a pirate podcast. But I thought for the TikToks and shit, it would have been funny. To have like eye patches and fucking hook hook hands and shit for all of us. And they were supposed to be in yesterday, and then they were supposed to be in today, and they're still not. So. You know it'd been a really cool addition to that list. Mm-hmm. I know that's so fucking sad. I wanted I the, he told us at the beginning of the episode, like before we started recording, we were like, damn. Yeah, I wasn't it. even telling anybody. I was just gonna come in here with it. Like, and we would have been hype. I would have uh, been like, this motherfucker got eye patches. I've and you're so like, bummed. and hook hands. I've been so <laughs> bummed, dude. So mad. <laughs> I would have I would have somehow managed to find like old school fucking like whiskey bottles or dump our beers. And I even thought about that, on. like in fucking <laughs> like a like a fucking mugs. Yeah, like what are those things? Like wooden uh, chalices, and drinking stuff. some grog. Yeah, some grog, which is what is it? Partial water, partial beer. I'm pretty uh, sure that's what it's what it was. Water, rum, and lime juice. That's what it is. Which is crucial because they need vitamin C. Because. Uh, back in the day, sailors would get scurvy. I'm sure you heard of scurvy. I have heard of scurvy. Uh, scurvy is uh, when you were at sea for too long, you weren't getting, they were eating like dried meats and, and fucking biscuits and shit. They're having no vitamin C in their diet. They'd be at sea for months. You yeah. know what I mean? What would happen is without vitamin C, your collagen breaks down in your body and their skin would turn like dark, like brown, almost orange. And it would start like loosening. It would like slag off their bones. Their their gums would get porous, and their teeth would start falling out. They thought it was like back in like the 1500s, like early like Magellan circumnavigation shit. They thought it was like, you know, these were fucking dumbass, <laughs> dumbass fucking illiterate morons. And they all thought it was like a like a sea curse or some shit. Like they angered some <laughs> some fucking sea gods or something. <laughs> angered a sea god, his uh-huh. teeth are falling out. Mm-hmm. You ain't drinking enough scurvy, cuz. Need some <laughs> or scurvy grog. Suck on a lime, you'll be fine. <laughs> took him like 300 years to figure that out. If I'm out at sea <laughs> and a boat capsizes, I will reach for a lime. <laughs> I'm saved by the buoyancy of citrus. <laughs> fucking shout out Mitch Hedberg for that one, man. Love that comedian. He's the best. But all right, shit, we'll get into it. Dude, right? yeah, let's get into it. Right after a fucking new a break from our sponsors. Yeah. Actually, it's a most of a beer chug from our sponsors, and it's our home fucking homies. Our home homies. Home, over at, home homies over at goddamn Gamer Advantage. Have the best blue light blocking glasses on the market. In fact, I'm wearing the bastards right now, and so is Ricky. Very comfortable, very motherfucking flexible, and they save your eyes from the harmful blue light ray blue light rays that That's is blue right rays. Blue right rays <laughs> that is produced from your 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 monitors and your cell phone screens and your TVs that we stare at every day, and it makes you have a hard time going to sleep at night and sometimes creates migraines. You can save yourself from all this pain and hassle and still love your screens as much as you do. And 
save 10% on these wonderful glasses that are available in prescription and non-prescription lenses by using coupon code mostly sober at gameradvantage.com and you get yourself a nice set of polarized magnetic sunglasses clips that are super stylish and awesome that goes right over top of these lenses as well. This most sober beer chuck is for you guys over at Gamer Advantage. Cheers. Well, take us off Let's to the high it. seas. Okay, so be a sweet what, pirate. What do you say to what did the uh, the pirates say on his 70, 79th birthday, going into his eightieth? I don't know. I matey. All right, now let's start the episode with ours. It's gonna be hard to top, guys. Uh, (laughs) The thing about comedy is you gotta take risk. All right, so (laughs) piracy, piracy's existed forever since the beginning. You copy a movie, kind of. (laughs) That's also when you download shit from LimeWire. Um. So it's existed since the beginning of naval trade. I mean, the early... People trade belly button? <laughs> you guys are killing me today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, ancient Mesopotamia, ancient China, they all had pirates. The pirates have existed forever. But there's a specific wave of pirates that are pirates as we know of today that happened in about a 60-year span, but especially in about a 15-year span in the early 1700s. Now, there are still pirates today, correct? Yeah. There's... They're, like, mostly from Kenya? Yeah. They're, they, they're not <laughs> no, Kenya, so but, but oh. yeah, like Somalia. Somalian uh, pirates, we. Yeah, uh, I remember what, what are Nigeria. They? Yeah, like, yeah, the, like... Well, you're not stealing gold. What the, the fuck are they stealing? Now. Anything? They're normally just, <laughs> they're normally just taking, uh, like... Lives. Like, <laughs> shi- they're, they're attacking, like, shipping uh, freighters and shit. Oh, okay. And, like, Captain Phillips shit, dog. That's That's... Wow. That's pirate. They just hold people hostage for ransom and things. These are the poorest of the poor people just trying to make some money. They have a boat, though. Well, they have, like, fucking little-ass, little-ass... Rowboats. <laughs> boats with a fucking... Hey, with pull a prop. over! <laughs> they got little boats with, like, prop motors, and they'll they'll take over fucking big old shipping container ships and shit. This is like the whalers. People just, like, kill whales and shit. Yeah, but that was... A huge not at all. <laughs> not That's at huge, all. Like that was a huge killed. business. So how how do you think like everybody filled oil lamps back in the day? It's all well blubber. Oh, Dude, no, this. But um, so this pirate, pirate started what what year one. exactly? One forever. <laughs> year one since they figured out boats. That's when pirates started. <laughs> but um. Once the motherfuckers hollowed out some trees, there was pirates. So like so like 1650s, it got kind of famous because there were some English pirates. You know, most of our history is European history. That's what we know. That's what was passed out. So, that was when, like, Henry Avery, maybe the most famous pirate of all time, was big. Thomas II, which was the first big American pirate. Uh, those guys, they were around, like, the Indian Ocean, the Horn of Africa, and they were attacking, attacking European shipping that was going to India and China and shit. And actually, Henry Avery got like the biggest prize ever, or one of the biggest single prizes ever. He took over a ship that was worth like two hundred million dollars. Holy shit! Money. Yeah, like in today's money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In today's money, two hundred million dollars in one in one take. Did they ever like? Where was it from exactly? It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, I don't know. Some. Kind it wasn't of owned by. Ship. 
but it, it wasn't yeah, owned it was, by somebody. It was owned by probably Spain or Portugal or something. Oh, yeah, so it was like going to a fucking country. No, dog. This is taking things on the water. This I is get taking it. a ship. Yeah, I, but where was the where was the cargo going? It was coming back from probably China or India with like shit for the country with, it was with, going to. With, yeah, with all kinds of goods and stuff. I mean, and it, it, well, I guess it could range from anything though, right? Like it could be like shit that people ordered from other places or whatever else, or is it just like it's probably back then? It's probably spices, silks, uh, you different know, like jewelries and things. Could be slaves. Could so be could slaves. Be, yeah. Could be a lot of things. But yeah. Anyway, okay. so that that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm just telling you the early history of. You know, the, the golden age of piracy basically started 1650s and lasted to the 1730s. But early 1700s, there was a war of succession, which was the Spanish War of Succession. And it was basically a, a all of Europe war. Every country in Europe had stake in this because it was who was the rightful heir to the crown of Spain. And depending on who got it, it meant big things for relations between countries because all royals back then were basically related cousins, things like that. You didn't like these ones. You weren't related to these ones, but you're related to these ones. So, like, yeah, just like it, the Iron Throne. Exactly, just like the Iron Throne. So, there was this giant Spanish war of succession that basically bankrupted most of Europe. This war was right after the discovery of the Americas. So, there was all this, like, shipping between the Americas and Europe. And what the king did, you know, was expensive to... to to fund a a navy. So what he did was he told merchant ship captains, here's a letter of mark. It's basically a license to pirate. But they weren't pirates yet. They were privateers, they were called. Okay. So basically the king said, you guys, you're a merchant ship. We don't pay you. You don't answer to us necessarily. But here's a legal thing that says you can attack Spanish and Dutch trading to try to cripple them economically. And you can, basically you can like a, keep whatever spoils you get. Like a hired mercenary, pretty much. Basically. So this war would lasted in, in about 1713. It ended. And with that ending, they obviously all these privateers didn't have jobs anymore. But also they laid off most of the Navy. The, the, the Treasury was totally depleted. They laid off like 90% of the fucking Navy. So now you had this giant flood of people that their only expertise in this world was... Being a sea. Sailing. sailing and fighting, basically. Yeah. So you had all these people out of work. And um, early on, what it really was, the two main guys, they started the two main factions. That's, that was the 17, early 1700s, the Golden Age of Piracy, Caribbean Piracy, West Indies Piracy, the, 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 the what, we, what we know of the stereotypical pirate today. So it was Benjamin Hornigold and Henry Jennings, and okay. they fucking hated each other. But they were both captain of privateer fleets. So they were top dogs. They were both top dogs. But Henry Jennings was of high birth, a landowner, owned all kinds of land in Jamaica, in plantations, was this. And he looked down on Benjamin Hornigold because Hornigold was a low-born dude that just worked his way up through the ranks and now was a, a captain. captain. And he didn't fucking like Hornigold. Because he had all this fucking shit, probably. He just thought he was better than He just yeah. thought this dude hey, has no arrogance. business... Being at my level at all. So, uh, early on, like, Spanish, the Spanish privateers were still attacking British trading, British merchant ships. But the king didn't allow any of the former privateers from the UK, or it wasn't the UK then, it was, actually it just became the UK right then, early 1700s. But uh, they wouldn't allow the pirates to attack Spanish trading. So Hornigold and these guys were like, fuck that. 
we're they're attacking everything around here, and they're, these guys are all in the, in the Caribbean at this time. And he's like, "Fuck that! We're gonna start attacking Spanish Spanish merchant ships and shit, and taking our own stuff because they're all out of work anyway." So he goes, "The best place to go is Nassau, Nassau, Bahamas. That is the pirate paradise. That is the hub of piracy in the Caribbean." So he goes to Nassau and starts fighting with his. Bring, bringing, making his own fleet to attack merchant ships, and other people start going there too. But this is Nassau at this time is is that it's a British territory, but it's kind of just forgotten at this point. So they they, they got like their a, own problems at the mainland. There's no this there's, is like there's no military range. there's no military presence. There's still like a governor there and shit like that. It's but like they, an outlaw area. But like, what the fuck are you going to do? We're yeah. a bunch of badass pirates. Yeah. Like what, what do you, you we're, we're, we're hanging cops. out here. This yeah. is our base now. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. So, uh, so Hornigold's crew—they're—they're they're attacking merchant ships and shit, and they're—they're—they're they're, they're making a good living. And uh, the mayor or governor or whatever the fuck he was in Nassau starts sending all these letters to to the king. Then you know we got this guy to send help. These guys are taken over, blah, blah blah, and they start getting intercepted and printed on the newspapers. And just causes this big fucking boom of people going, let's let's go, let's go to let's go get rich like Hornigold. And They're these like guys. bounty hunters. So people now. just come from everywhere, all these out of work pirates or all these out of work privateers, and start going to Nassau and the other places are Tor- Tortuga, which is the Isle of Tortuga, modern day Haiti. Back then it was called Hispaniola, um, and also like Kingston, Jamaica, Port Royal, Jamaica. That's where the hubs they were working out of. Well, sandal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hanging <laughs> on sandals. Like, I don't think a pineapple. So then there's this big Spanish treasure galleon that gets caught in a storm off the coast of modern day Florida. And part of them gets marooned, gets beached. Other ones get totally destroyed, but there's. I don't oh, know what to do. Overflow. <laughs> it's capsizing. I don't know what to do. That's <laughs> You got a sip on it, dog. Yeah. It startled the shit out of me. But put it to your mouth. <laughs> Just shove it in there. That's <laughs> a good clip. Let me get this out of the way. <laughs> he worries about his can first, not the table. So this, this pay Spanish, attention. The Spanish uh, treasure galleon goes down off the coast of Florida, and everyone just makes a fucking beeline for it. Let's get, <laughs> let's get it. Let's get what we can fucking steal from here. As quickly as possible. Hornigold's one of the first motherfuckers on the scene. Gets a big old haul. You know, makes a fortune. Um, Henry Jennings, the guy I talked about earlier, he talks to the governor of Jamaica saying, hey, we got to get up there, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, we're not allowed to talk. We're not allowed to attack Spanish shipping. He was like, well, I won't attack them, but I'll attack the pirates and the people that are going in there after they get the stuff, and I'll take it from them. Uh-huh. So Henry Jennings heads out there. That's smart. So um, it's like pirates pirating pirates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jennings heads up there, and Jennings actually, he's a evil motherfucker. And he comes across a beached Spanish ship, and he's like, fuck it, I'm taking them out. So he goes and can I, kills. Can, can I ask one question? Jennings is the guy that owns a bunch of shit? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's the he's really the heel in this whole situation based off the story. Thus you far, know. yes. Yeah, okay. So Jennings goes there and he fucking kills all these Spaniards and takes all this prize. 
Um, and in this... On a beach boat, dude. That's fucked up. Yeah. And his... At, around this time, he... A, a guy kind of emerges from his crew as his, like, right-hand man, which is Charles Vane. And they're, they're sadistic motherfuckers. Like, they will torture people. They'll fuck people up. Like... It's not just kill and leave. It's fucking... No, it's oh, they're in pillage fucking... They're interrogating people and, and they're... Like, Devane and Jennings are some bad motherfuckers. So they go up there and do that. Um, at the same time, a new character enters the scene, Sam Bellamy. Sam Bellamy is was a former privateer, uh, maybe even, it's hard to say. All this, all everything I'm going to say is debatable because this wasn't felt well record kept. Yeah, there wasn't uh, journalists out here in the Caribbean taking yeah. notes of the... There was barely an army there. It's all hearsay. Yeah, word of mouth. It's all legend. But Sam Bellamy is now, he's in the New England states, somehow got dumped off by the British Navy up there. (laughs) He falls in love with a girl, Mary Hallett. She's of much higher birth than him. Not exactly high birth, but he's a fucking street rat. And he falls in love with her. Her parents forbade her from from being with this bum. Um, He gets her pregnant. Hmm. So he's like, uh, he gets approached by this guy, Pawsgrave Williams, who is actually a kind of wealthy guy, has these ships, and he's like, hey, you know, I know you know how to sail. I know, I know I've heard of you, blah, blah, blah. The Spanish treasure galleon went down off the coast of Florida. Let's go get some of that. So Sam Bellamy's like, tells, tells Mary Hallett, I'm going to go. I'm going to prove your parents wrong. I'm going to be able to support you. I'll be back, you know, a year two tops, I'm going to go, you know, financially stabilize us. So Pawsgrave Williams <laughs> and Sam Bellamy head down. They're too late for the fucking treasure. It's it's an all-out war down there at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, it, it's already been kind of taken over. Spanish reinforcements show up, shit like that. This is where I got to start going to my notes because I don't want to get out of the, my timeline here. Um, Which is wild. You're fucking, you're killing it. Harf <laughs> out here. Um. So, anyways, Bellamy goes down there. Um, shit, let me find this. Good luck. Take your time. Yeah, take a peek. While we're taking a peek, Go let's ahead. talk about candidates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, candidates, man. I promise you'll love this fucking dip. If you're into anything that you put into your mouth, it's a great idea to invest in candidates. Doesn't matter what you want in your mouth. This is good to have in your mouth. <laughs> no, seriously, it is 10 milligrams of CBD inside of each pouch. Pop them in your lip. Enjoy it. You swallow the flavor. It's delicious. They come in mad different flavors now. They just released a few different ones. Strawberry Cough, I believe, was one. They did uh, Blue Dream is back now, which is like a blueberry taste. Never it. had that one. It's uh, it, they're they're like uh, from the vault type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other ones are coming out. Take a peek on their website. You can save fifteen percent by going to canadips.com, picking out the awesome dips that you would like to try, and use coupon code Mostly Sober at checkout. Save fifteen percent again on Canadips. This Mostly Sober beer chug is for you guys. Cheers. So Sam Bellamy heads down here with Pawsgrave Williams. They take a small, you know, uh, 
schooner, uh, gunboat type thing. They, they're, People they're, they met at the bar. No, 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 <laughs> no. They they're taking it. They're they're they. Oh, they, they it's pop. just them too. No, it's not them. They got a crew. Okay. You know, like I said, Posgrave Williams was loaded, and he mm. assembles a crew and has Bellamy captain the ship, and they go down there. They're they're pirating a ship. You know, they're they're taking it and they start getting pursued by another ship. Oh, so they're like, cut loose, let's fucking go. Can you imagine how terrifying that would be? No, like all this shit. This is why I'm into this, dude. It's like the, it's like I think the Wild West is crazy, and this is like ten times crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like so they cut they cut loose. Let's get the fuck away from the ship. So they leave. The person that was pursuing them was Henry Jennings. No shit. And and, and Charles Vane. So what were they doing in New England? Or no, no, no. This there. is they already got down to the coast. They oh, okay. Were, they, they were too, they were too late for the gold in, in Florida, but they start pirating off. You know, okay. The Caribbean too. They get pursued by Jennings and Vane. Um, they take off. They're they they're too. They're a smaller ship. They're faster. They get away from them. So then, as Jennings is in this area, he comes across this French ship that they can. You can always tell when a ship has a lot of cargo because it sits lower in the water. Mm. So you can tell when something got something valuable on it just by. All that, anything it. it has is valuable in yeah. this in this world. Day and age, yeah. yeah. So they come across the ship, the Saint Marie, but Saint Marie got some fucking badass cannons and shit. So they're just watching it from a distance, a little bit, and they're they're like, you know, how can we take this? You know, we're going to take a lot of losses and shit. And then Sam Bellamy and Posgrave Grave Williams come back, and they flag Jennings down. What? And they're like. You're thinking of they're like come aboard and they're like you know what do you guys want and he's like they're like you're thinking about taking that sh- that French ship but you don't know how to do it and they do and they're like how about this we'll take it for you we'll take it for you we'll split we'll split whatever's in there and they're like Jennings is like oh fuck, fuck yeah fuck yeah like <laughs> I, I don't gotta risk anything <laughs> yeah so Sam Bellamy who's a fucking genius this is my favorite favorite pirate Sam Bellamy does he have a nickname. He, he will. Okay. He didn't ah, get there yet. Ah, I'm excited. So okay. Sam, Sam Bellamy <laughs> and Posgrave are like, all right, we're going to attack this ship. Sam Bellamy is the master of psychological warfare. He has his entire crew stripped down, but fucking naked, except for all their weapons. And they put all their weapons they can on them, like four or five pistols, multiple cutlasses, and they fucking beeline at this ship. Naked. Butt ass naked. <laughs> And just, just just screaming and shit, just acting like lunatic. Yeah. And this ship's like, what, what the fuck? Like, you know, they raised the black. They raised the black flag like you're under attack. And like back then, it wasn't just the black. There was a black flag that meant fucking surrender right now. And well, if we're going to sink your ass. If you didn't surrender right now, they raised the red flag, which meant no quarter given. If you lose from this point on, every one of you is fucking dead. So most of these merchant ships had a choice to make real fucking quick. If they saw the black flag, they could say, hey, we'll give you the okay, boat. Okay, yeah. And, and, and contrary to popular belief, most pirates, aside from the really fucking evil ones, which were like Charles Vane in particular, not even Jennings was that evil. Charles yeah. Vane kind of, he goes on to get his own ship eventually, and he's fucked up. And uh, there's another guy called Ned Lowe at this time, who's literally would have been, I don't care what era he was born in, dude would have been a serial killer or something. Evil as fuck. But aside from that, most pirates... Are reasonable people. They don't want to kill anybody. They just want your fucking. The best case scenario for them is you give up. They take your shit. Normally they'll even let you keep your shit. Yeah, get going. Yeah. yeah. 
and ever and their and your lives more importantly. So he attacks them butt naked. <laughs> they they surrender immediately. No shit. Yeah, yeah, of course they would. He fucking Dick ta- out. He <laughs> takes he takes the ship. Um, Vane and Jennings come on board. They start interrogating the the head officer or whatever, doing horrible shit to him. Okay, like doing horrible torture shit. And Sam Bellamy's like, yo, these people are fucked up. Like I, I and he's not even with this idea. He just met him. You know what I mean? But and And he was just getting chased by this motherfucker. Did he recognize it was that boat? He knew it. He knew it was them. But he saw them. He came across. He came back. Saw them. They were stalking the ship, and then we're like, they're pirates. I could tell they're pirates. You know? Yeah. So. uh so he, they interrogate this dude, and they find out they have a sister ship that's in the area called the Marianne. So Jennings is like, hey, Bellamy, you guys go after the Marianne. You know, it's supposed to be in this location. Bellamy's like, all right, we'll do it. So Bellamy goes after the Marianne, and when he gets to the Marianne, there's already another pirate ship that took it. And it's Benjamin Hornigle. Oh, fuck. This middleman, dude, he's a middleman. It's beautiful. So I, I can see it. He comes back. To the Saint Marie, to Jennings, and goes, "Hey, there, Hornigold was already there, and Hornigold is the most famous pirate in the world at this point. He's the p- pirate king of Nassau. He founded Nassau." And no, Jennings I forgot, hates his I forgot life. to mention that the governor of Nassau has now just been run out of town. It's just a, it's just a pirate republic now. <laughs> um, so Bellamy and Posgrave come back and say, "Hey, we already beat there. Hornigold's there. Hornigold's already taken it." And Jennings is fucking pissed. Yeah, because he hates he him. Hates Hornigold. So he goes, he's like, we're going after him. You stay here, you, you stay here with the Sam Marie. We'll be back. So he goes after Hornigold in a, just a fool's errand because he's just a mean, arrogant motherfucker. He's never going to catch Hornigold at this point. He leaves, can't catch Hornigold, goes to come back. Bellamy took off with his fucking ship. No, <laughs> no shit. Bellamy took his shit, okay? That's dope. So Jennings- And what they just got from the other boat. Well, they, yeah, he took the San Marie. He didn't take, Je- he took, Jennings had his own ship. Yeah. But oh, he yeah. He took the San Marie. Oh, fuck. Then he just said they would split with him. Yeah. He took This it. is great. This so, is so good. So Jennings goes to go back to Jamaica, finds out he's now a fugitive because he attacked that Spanish shipping and somebody knew who he was. He oh, wasn't allowed shit. to do that. So Jennings is now a fugitive, and the only place he can go now is Nassau where Benjamin Hornigold is the pirate king, the one fucking guy he hates, and he got to go... Basically begging to let him in. on his hands and knees to stay in Nassau because he's a fugitive from the crown. And he owns all this shit that he probably is... So he gets to Nassau, and who's sitting right next to fucking Ben Hornigold? Sam Bellamy and Posgrave Williams. <laughs> They're best fucking buddies now. <laughs> oh, this is gold. This is the reason Sam Bellamy even got into pirating, because he loved fucking Benjamin Hornigold. And... They are now, this is the one faction versus the other. This, they are now the, what's known as the Flying Gang, which was, Bell, was uh, Hornigold's fleet. So Bellamy and Posgrave join in. He, uh, Hornigold has a right-hand man named Edward Thatch, or Teach. It's debatable in history. Uh, Edward Teach, and Edward Teach has a right-hand man. Edward Teach will be, Thatch will be a, a very pivotal player in this. But he has a right-hand man that was an African was a former African slave. His name is Black Caesar. And that was his right-hand man. So that's the flying gang. So they start pirating. And, like, I have to explain to you, like, mercenary ships is, like, it's worse than being in fucking prison to be a, to be a hand on a mercenary ship. Yeah. And all these pirates were mercenary, 
were, I mean, not mercenaries, merchant ships. All these pirates were on merchant ships, and merchant ships are like, like I said, it's like being in a prison. There, there's, the captain is king. He could punish anybody he wants at any time. He could he beat people to death if he wants to. And, like, these guys rarely got, they got, always got screwed out of their pay. Sometimes they didn't get any pay at all. Like, they just got fucked over. It was horrible. That's why so many were willing to be pirates. And when these guys would take merchant ships, they would ask them, how's your captain? Is he a nice guy or is he an evil motherfucker? And the crew would tell them the truth because normally they fucking hated this dude. Yeah. That captain might get killed just for that. Wow. Yeah. And Which is kind of cool. And a lot of these, a lot of these <laughs> merchant sailors would be like, hell yeah, I'll join your crew. Because yeah. on a pirate ship, it's like a union. It is, it is a union, dog. Yeah. It is an absolute union. They can vote out the captain anytime they want. The crew makes decisions. The only time the captain has absolute control is in times of Warfare. battle. Battle. Yeah. You don't question the captain in battle. But after battle, if you didn't like the way he handled himself, he might get voted off. Yeah, that's fair. Dude, that's so cool. And they all split everything totally evenly, except the captain got double share. Fair. And the quartermaster got double share. But that was it. Um, so. And it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. We're telling stories about it so, in 2022. Gold, <laughs> the Flying Gang, Horn of Gold and, and Sam Bellamy, these guys, they start pirating again. And it, it, it kind of starts drying up a little bit. And Horn of Gold, because he's a proud Brit, he won't attack British shipping. He refuses to attack British shipping. He only attack French or, or, or Portuguese Spain. or Dutch or Spanish shipping. He will not attack British shipping. And Bellamy, who is in his fleet but has his own ship, Bellamy is like, yo, anybody can get the fucking smoke, dog. I'm down here to make some money. Fuck the crown. I don't give a shit about those guys. Anybody can get this smoke. So, so <laughs> Hornigold's passing. You can tell he loves Bellamy a lot. <laughs> Hornigold's passing on all this British shipping, and Be- they're starving for a, for a fucking score. So Bellamy's like, they're like, you know, looking at the flags, you know. And there's this this British shipping there, this merchant ship, and Hornigold's passing on it. Bellamy's like, fuck it, raise the black, we're taking it. I don't give a shit. So Bellamy starts taking British shipping. And at this point, the crew's upset with, with Hornigold. They vote to see who can be the who's the captain of the fleet, and Bellamy wins. Now, Hornigold had Hornigold was well respected, and Bellamy didn't want to do this necessarily. Yeah, right. It was just the crew voted. Because the they, they were like close, you said. Like the, a, the crew kind of split, and they didn't. It wasn't any love lost. I mean, there was no bad blood, but like Thatch stayed with Hornigold and a small group of people. Thatch is right hand man, Black Caesar, and this crew stayed with Hornigold. Hornigold took his ship, and Bellamy took most of the rest of the of the fleet. Um, let me get back to my notes here. Uh, so uh, meanwhile, this is like I would need to say like. At this point, Nassau is a total pirate republic. They actually drafted articles about rules and regulations and shit in Nassau. But it is a total democratic republic. And this is 50 years before the foundation, before the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. The first true democratic republic on this planet that we know of was pirates in Nassau. It, was not, it was not the American Revolution. Do you think they learned from that? I think they probably took part of it. There was also like a weird like uh, Native American like coalition that was that, that I forget what it was called, but it was like something yeah. Confederacy. I think was I another, remember that another too. Another democracy that actually existed. 
before the American democracy. But, um, okay, let's see. Uh, English shipping, Blackbeard and Caesar. Okay, uh, so Bellamy just goes on to get big time after this. This dude is getting giant fucking prizes with this fleet, and he is just a naval mastermind. I mean, he is just taking shit. In one year, the dude becomes the most successful pirate on the planet. From the time he leaves New England, a year later, he's the most successful pirate on the planet, and he's now known as Black Sam. Black Sam Bellamy. That's sweet. Um, and he's, like, literally destabilizing trade. Like, so getting weak. the attention of the fucking crown. Like, yeah, we gotta do something about these people. Like, ruining the economy. But, like, at the same time, it's weird because, like, the Americas weren't really anti-pirate yet. It was actually kind of helping right. their, their economy because there were... It, the intercepting ships and shit. Like, and they were, they, were being happy, they were happy to sail into Charleston, South Carolina and sell yeah. this shit. You For know? sure. Um, and everyone in the Americas was happy to buy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck yeah, bring that shit, dude. So low. Bellamy comes across this ship, this giant slave ship called the Widow, the Widow Galley. And he's like, oh, dude, he's like fucking licking his chops at, at this boat. It's a 20-gun, 110-foot, three-mast boat that holds over 150 crew members. Holy shit. What is he working with now? Uh, he got a small fleet, but he has nothing to the scale of this boat. Especially after the vote. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, he's working with a pretty, pretty substantial fleet. I think he ended up with like five or six ships in his fleet. Um, but he attacks this, and another time, he knows it's a fucking slaving ship. And psychological warfare raises the black, fucking head straight for him, and he gets. And these pirate crews were sometimes up to fifty percent African. They were taking a lot of slaves, and they yeah. treated them just. That's another reason I love these pirates. They treated them fair. Yeah. You're, you were a member of the, the pirate law was pirate law. You were the same crew You're members as anybody now. else. Yeah. And he was like, he got all of his African crewmates stripped down, naked, <laughs> get on the deck. And what is more terrifying when you're fucking cruising a ship full of slaves than a angry ship of fucking slaves armed to the teeth coming at you. Yeah, now it's time. A Fucking white coming. flag straight up. <laughs> Not a shot it. fired. Not a fucking <laughs> shot fired. Takes the wit of galley. Dude, he's this a beast. This massive fucking ship. He's a fucking beast, dude. Sam Bellamy became the most successful pirate arguably to ever exist in just over a year. And he never doubt, killed a single person. That's amazing. Fueled by doubt, bro. He was never fueled by killed doubt. Never anybody. I love it. He just made his fucking crew get naked, bro. <laughs> what a genius. So, like, the, this this widow is full of gold. Tons of just giant fucking treasure. Um, the captain of the widow just scolds Bellamy and blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Never touched him. And he tells him... <coughs> Bellamy gives this speech at this point, which makes Bellamy very famous. And, uh... And he was talking about, you know, like, how dare you take the, this is the king's property and blah, blah, blah. And he says, they rob the they rob the poor under the cover of law, forsooth, 
and we plunder the rich under the protection of our own courage. I'm a free prince. I have every right to make war on the world as anyone who calls himself king. He just threw off the whole idea that anybody could rule over him. He was his own man. He was going to make war on the world until he got what he fucking wanted. That's dope. Yeah. Fucking sick-ass dude. And everyone's like, you're the captain. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. So at this point, Bellamy has the San Marie, which was a pretty fucking substantial ship that Henry Jennings was even scared of. Now he has the Witta that's like twice as fucking big as this thing. (laughs) And can hold 150 crewmates. So he starts going up the coast of the Americas. No one really knew what he was doing. Uh, Posgrave was in a different ship that was way ahead of him. Posgrave comes into a storm like up around the Cape. He anchors because he sees the storm's terrible. Uh, Bellamy is with the same with the Marianne. Yeah, Bellamy has the Marianne as well now. That was Hornigold's other ship that he took from Jennings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the Marianne as well. Um, he's with the Marianne. Uh, Posgrave's with the San Marie way ahead of him. So he starts coming in all this fog. And he's like, well, we can't find shore now. That's like a death yeah. sentence trying to trying to go in an anchor once you hit fog. And then this giant fucking storm comes in. And they can't fucking handle it. They drop anchors. They try to try to anchor out in the ocean. Anchors are just dragging, pushing them into shore. They hit the shore fucking, uh, uh, not bow, but. Starbird. No, that's port and starbird. Poop deck. Bow. Stern. Stern. They hit. They hit the. Sh- they uh, hit the, the old Howard. <laughs> the old Howard. They hit the rocky shore, stern first, in a bad storm, and are absolutely decimated. Two people survive. The Witta is sunk. Bellamy's among the dead. No. Supposedly, he's on his way back with all his riches to fucking support to Mary his wife. Hallett. In the meantime, that's such a sad fucking thing. Mary dude. Hallett had her baby. She was, she was tossed out by her parents at this point, living on her own, uh, one single mother woman in the New England era of fucking, like... Before 1776. This is, like, devout fucking pilgrim goddamn northeast, you know? Yeah. And her baby dies in infancy. Oh, Jesus, dude. She's accused of killing her baby, stands trialed, is publicly flogged, goes to jail for a period... Is eventually released from jail, driven out of town. And Mary Hallett lives her life in solitude, known as the Witch of Eastham. People believe she was a witch. She killed her baby. That's nuts. Yeah. Do you have any Witch of Eastham stories? No, (laughs) not really. But just that 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 was the rumor about Mary. Yeah. That's nuts. Dude, and fucking he didn't make it back. Nope. Uh, the few crew members from the other ship that was with him, the Marianne, uh, they get on shore. They try to run, hide. Uh, I think nine of them are caught by law enforcement to stand trial for piracy. Pawsgrave finds finds this out, is absolutely distraught, heads back towards Nassau. So he gets back to Nassau, tells Hornigold, everybody, what happened. Thatch is fucking pissed. Thatch is like, if they, they're in Boston, the, the, the remaining sailors. He says, if they hang them, I will burn that city to the goddamn ground. They won't ever forget that day. 
So, but by the way, you could look up any of these guys while I'm doing this. But, um, so Thatch has this like giant vendetta at this point. Like he is, and and like he will go on to like any ship that comes out of New England. He don't fucking let that ship sail another day. Shit. He takes their shit and fucking scuttles it to the bottom of the ocean. Anything coming in or out of Boston Harbor is dead on arrival for Edward Thatch from this point on. Um. Okay. So around this time, uh, this dude comes into Nassau. This is a strange cat. They called him the Gentleman Pirate. He was a terrible fucking pirate. His <laughs> name was uh, Steve Bonnet or Steed Bonnet. Steed Bonnet. Uh, he comes in to Nassau Harbor with this giant fucking ship, but he's beat to shit, bandaged up, nearly on his deathbed, and he's wearing like this fucking fancy ass robe. These pirates are like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" <laughs> Fancy robe. He's fucked up. So he comes in with this, this Queen Anne's revenge, re, revenge ship, which rivals Bellamy's widow as far as like a big ass, probably the next biggest pirate ship in all of the West Indies. So he comes in there all fucked up, meets Hornigold, meets Thatch, and Hornigold's like, you know, you obviously don't know what you're doing. Steve Bonnet was this actual like highborn guy that like didn't enjoy his life on Barbados and was just like, piracy seems cool. <laughs> and he had all kinds of money and he had this big pirate ship built and, and he ended up taking the that Queen Anne's Revenge in a fight, but he got the shit kicked out of him. And uh, Hornigold's like, listen, we'll show you the ropes, but you're not qualified to, to captain this beautiful ship. Why don't you let my buddy Edward Thatch do it? So Thatch becomes the captain of the ship, even though Bellamy, I mean, Bonnet still owns the ship and is on board healing from his wounds. So Thatch takes this ship, and that's when Thatch just starts killing shit on his own, dog. Just starts fucking coming up the ranks, and that's when Edward Thatch becomes Blackbeard the pirate. No yeah. shit. Wow. <laughs> that fucking blew my mind. Wow. <coughs> so, around this same time, like I said, you know, Bellamy and all his antics and Horn of Gold and now Blackbeard's fucking shit up. And the Crown's like, okay, we got a serious problem. We got a very serious problem up here. So they hire a guy named Woods Rogers. He's the pirate hunter. Okay. They hire Woods Rogers. Woods Rogers is an established, uh, pretty well-known pirate captain at this point. He circumnavigated the world at one point, which not many people at this time have ever done. Right. And you think it was flat? No, he didn't. They 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 knew, figured that out in 1522 when Magellan uh, found the Strait of Magellan in uh, the Americas and Patagonia and figured out the world. I need totally to get some of them for my boots. You, are you Magellan? I need to be Magellan. Like Magellan. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Woods Rogers is like, okay, I'm gonna go out here and attack this. Start start weeding out these pirates, but there's way too many of them. And no one liked this idea, but he was right. And he said, let's give him a pardon. If you're willing to quit pirating right now, you have no problems with the law. Not bad. So this ship shows up from New York in Nassau Harbor with the news of a pardon. And they bring it to Hornigold. They bring it to Jennings and these guys. And Jennings is fucking stoked. Blackbeard's not around for this? Blackbeard's there too, yeah. Okay. Jennings is fucking stoked because the only reason he's on Nassau is because 
he's a future. He can't go back, yeah. Yeah, he can't go back. So Jennings is like, fuck yeah, let's go. I'm out of here. I'm taking this part. <laughs> Charles Vane, who's his right-hand man, is like, hell no. He sees this as a total betrayal. Yeah. Charles Vane has no plans of ever going back under the thumb of, of any government. Right. He's fucking pissed. Now, Hornigold, on the other hand, is like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Thank God. Like, I'm glad this is happening because Hornigold always saw that Nassau had a, a brief period of time. He always told people, they're coming for us eventually. Whenever they build up enough strength, they get the treasury back. They're not They're not going to let us do this. Like, they're coming for us. This is a short-lived thing. So Hornigold was very pro, pro-part. He was on board. Um, and that's kind of when Thatch and Hornigold go their separate ways. That's when Thatch starts captaining on his own, independent of Hornigold, and that's when he becomes Blackbeard. Can we, oh, can we call Thatch Blackbeard? Yes, yeah, so we'll call okay. Bla- Thatch Blackbeard from now on. <laughs> cool. <laughs> now, who is Redbeard? I don't even know Redbeard, honestly. I always thought there was Blackbeard Redbeard. I always thought that too. But like Red Hulk? No, it's not. <laughs> Not, uh, I, I don't know. I, I've read about a lot of pirates. I've never come across anybody known as Redbeard. Wow, Mandela. Um, but like, there's a lot of pirates that you'll hear about that aren't real pirates too. Like Long John Silver is fictional. <laughs> uh, I'm not joking. Like, people believe him. <laughs> Calico Jack's totally real. Captain Morgan's totally real. Henry Morgan was a real pirate in the Caribbean, very successful. What uh, about Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow's totally fake. But it, I think I think Jack Sparrow. Judging from what I know of pirates, Jack Sparrow is totally based on Calico Jack. How dare oh. you say that Long John Silver is not real, bro? I passed it coming on my way well, here. <laughs> Long John Silver is a pirate in uh, Robert Louis Stevens' novel, Treasure Island, which is, while I went through my love of pirates, I read that book, and it's fucking, it's 300 years old. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I like this story you just wrote. <laughs> and what about uh, Moby Dick? What's that based on? That's a real story, too. That's but, real, yeah, real that's story. total. I don't know what time period that exists. Oh, we're talking about is. that at some point. I, yeah, I'd be totally open to it, but I don't know that much about it. But, yeah, that, that's a totally true story. This story is so dope. Why ain't there a movie? Um, Probably plenty. Of this story? Probably. I'd imagine There's so. There is a show that's... Not really true, but it's it, it's actually a combination of the story of Treasure Island. It's a prequel to Treasure Island. Okay. But it has a lot of real characteristics. Mm-hmm. It has Long John Silver in it as if he's a real person, but also has Charles Vane and Benjamin Hornigold and Edward Thatch oh, yeah. and Ned Lowe and all those guys that are actually real people. Oh, no shit. Yeah. What's the show called? You don't know? It's called Black Sails. Oh. It's fantastic. Oh, shit. shit. That's on, is that on Netflix? It's on Showtime. Showtime. That's what it is. I think it's on, I watched it on something. I've seen commercials of it before. I watched it on Hulu, maybe. Mm. Uh, It's very good, actually. I really enjoyed it. Especially if you know the story of Treasure Island, because it's a prequel to Treasure Island. Treasure Island's about them going back when, like, Long John Silver's an old man, and they're trying to find the treasure that they once buried. And this Black Sail story is how they got the treasure, and then at the very end... They ditch it on this island because they're fugitives. Where Treasure Island exactly it starts. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I like this. But yeah, so Hornigold's pro pardon. I found Redbeard. Is he real? Hey, Redden Barbarossa. Barbosa. Barbarossa. 
Isn't that the Isn't that the pirate from fucking Pirates of the Caribbean? Isn't the bad guy Barbarossa? Barbosa. It might be, but I mean, he died July fourth, fifteen forty six. Oh, that's two hundred years before this. Oh, okay. It's a totally different era of piracy. Um, man, which is crazy. There's so many different. I'm sure so many different pirates. We got to do this like once, like often. More pirate stories. I like this. So, anyways, Vane. Um, <clears throat> you know, Vane's resisting the pardon. These other guys are pro pardon. Um, What's Blackbeard thinking? Blackboard, Blackbeard is anti-part. Yeah, he wants to just pillage. Yeah. Now, who out of the survivors of um, New England guy, fucking Donegal? No, Sam Bellamy. Bellamy. Who was left of that crew? Just, just, just the crew members of the San Marie, which was Posgrave's ship that he was on. Posgrave William survived. Along with his crew. Okay. And he has to everybody he, from everybody from the Marianne and the and the Grave was Graves at on the, the the like the ranking list for him. For pirates? No, for his crew. Oh, he was his right hand man. Uh, that was his act he was actually like his financier kind of. Okay. It was his it was his financial backing, but also like his best friend, his right hand man. Yeah. And he was the only one that lived one of the only ones that lived and made it yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah. End of the story. Yeah. It says Jack Sparrow was based on the real pirate John Ward. Oh, really? I don't even know John Ward. Um, but anyway, so so Vane is is leading this anti-pardon faction. Jennings already took off. Hornigold's kind of leading this. He's staying there, but he's leading this pro-pardon faction. Uh, Vane gets an unlikely ally in Calico Jack Rackham. Huh. Um. Jack Rackham's a really weird character. He's named Calico Jack because he wears these, wears these like native coats. He's like Native American, Billy flamboyant. That's why I always, Jack Sparrow, Jack Rackham, the like flamboyant. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. That's why I thought maybe. But <clears throat> oh, no, he wears these really colorful flamboyant coats called Calicos. <laughs> yeah. And that's how he got the name Calico Jack. How cool. Um, and Calico Jack is in a romantic relationship with this chick, Anne Bonnie. Anne Bonnie is the baddest bitch in Nassau. And Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie came there at 16 years old. She was married to some fucking loser that she never gave a shit about. But if Anna, <laughs> Anne Bonnie had the magic pussy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> if Anne Bonnie fucked you, you were you were like pirate royal. Like, <laughs> oh, what was it like? She had a, when, she, <laughs> when she first got to Nassau, she had a short relationship with Hornigold, and then she had a short relationship with Edward Thatch, <laughs> and then she ends up with Jack Rackham. The um, man. Motherfucking Calico Jack, baby. Yeah. He's so. like the new hero. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Give me more Calico Jack. How, 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 am, I, how am I running on time? Uh, who cares? Um, <laughs> so Vane's like, Vane's like, hey, like we're going to. Blackbeard is in Nassau. Vane approaches him. He's like, hey, I know you're not part. You're, you're anti-part too. Like. Let's team up. Let's fucking build this place up and get it ready to defend against the British. Like, and Blackbeard's like, eh, I don't got no problem with you, Vane, but nah, fuck that. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking dipping. I'm just getting the fuck out of here. I'm not. I'm not sticking around to to, to fight the. British. He's just like staying at sea the rest of his life. So he heads up. He starts pirating around like the Carolinas, like hard. Um, he's asking for it, dude. Yeah, he's asking for it. He. uh he has actually like a deal with the governor of North Carolina, which the Carolinas are weird because they weren't actually, they weren't British colonies. Yeah. They were actually like 
like corporate colonies almost. Mm-hmm. They were like they were like investment colonies kind of. So he goes up there and he's pirating around there. He actually kind of really terrorizes uh, Charleston, South Carolina for a while, holds some people hostage. That kind of goes sideways. Do you think the, he started to go crazy a little bit? He literally went insane. He uh, <laughs> Blackbeard was legend to have married like 14 or 14 or 17 different women, which he would just go to an island and meet some chick and marry her and, you know. Never see her again. Yeah, yeah, just take off and never see her again. But he was riddled with syphilis. Mm, which I think a lot of pirates were. It's a big thing. I mean, it goes all the way to fucking, like, like I, I don't think they had a uh, actual cure for syphilis for, like, another, like, almost 200 years at this point. Isn't that why they said, like, his skin looked the way it looked because of syphilis? I never heard anything about a skin, but syphilis is 100% terminal. <coughs> if you don't get medicine, it will kill you. And it's actually like a, it's like a fucking like tissue eating virus. Like it literally eats away at like your fucking brain cells and shit. Damn. So at this point, like Blackbeard fully, fully engulfed the Blackbeard persona. He, he started, uh, he grew his beard super fucking long and he would light like wicks, like slow burning wicks, tie them into his beard anytime they were going into combat. They would light them. So his beard just like pluming smoke and sparks like he just like I said psychological warfare was a giant thing for pirates yeah they wanted you to just surrender be scared yeah be scared surrender that was their whole thing nothing fucking freakier than the man with his head on fire coming at you and Edward Thatch (laughs) coming out here like he's goddamn ghost rider and shit yeah fucking filled with syphilis (laughs) Edward Thatch actually certainly killed people because he was in battles but he never killed a captain Never killed anybody that he didn't have to or wasn't wasn't in battle. He wasn't an evil guy at all. Um, the really letdown of Edward Thatch and the reason he couldn't ever compare to Sam Bellamy for me is once he started probably going crazy a little bit was part of it. But when he started in the South, in the Carolinas, even though he had a crew of many Africans and former slaves or people that were going to be sold in the slave trade, he started participating in the slave trade himself. Mm. He would take ships that had slaves on it, and he would take those slaves and then sell them in the Carolinas, which was pretty fucked up. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy was a man of his time, and he was also riddled with syphilis, and his brain was fucking going to shit. Um, which, at one point, he was, like, almost moral, right? Like, he, would, he, would, he never killed anybody that was, like, not fighting him. Like an innocent person, he never did that type of shit. No, no, he never killed anybody innocent ever. Yeah. He never killed somebody he didn't have to. That was <clears throat> fighting him, yeah. Um, at this point, Woods Rogers makes it to Nassau. You know, goes in there, starts instituting his own law. Warner Gold's like, hey, you know, I took the pardon, blah, blah. I'm at your service, basically. And Warner Gold turns coat. Warner Gold becomes a pirate hunter himself. Actually goes after Vane. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Vane, I forgot to mention this. When fucking Woods Rogers comes into Nassau, Vane's still there. He was trying to launch a defense. And Woods Rogers is like, hey, you're surrounded. You're never going to make it out of here, blah, blah, blah. Woods Rogers gets this big fleet. And Vane takes this ship, and he loads it with all the fucking gunpowder and fills all the cannons with double shot and starts sailing the thing out into the harbor, lights it on fire as it's sailing directly at their fleet. And jumps the fuck out. And... 
and fucking takes off in another in, in another ship to get the fuck out of there. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Did it blow up? Of course. It blew up, but it didn't take really anybody with it. They had to get out of the way, but they couldn't pursue it. That was right. They were wanted. fucking stranded. They were scrambling point. to get out of the way. It's not easy to move a fucking oh, sailboat. The whole ass You know boat. what I mean? Yeah, so with another boat coming started, at he you. He started dude, slowly fuck. sailing it at him before they knew what was happening. He got it full sail and fucking lit the goddamn thing on fire, <laughs> which is a terrifying thing. You no know what shit, I mean? you get a whole boat on fire with And it starts just launching cannon shot and shit. And there's everywhere. nobody there? Yeah. Dude, what? <laughs> the ghost ship. So Vane. That's probably where some of the fucking stories Vane came from. Vane goes after Blackbeard again to, to try to team up. You know, me and you together, our two fleets, we're unstoppable. Now, at this point, like I said, Bane's right-hand man's Jack Rackham. Calico motherfucking uh, he Jack. Fought, he finds uh, Blackbeard on I was o- waiting, Ocracoke. I was waiting for him to come back in, by the way. I, I, was, I can't wait to hear more about him. He finds Blackbeard on Ocracoke. Uh, asks him to join up again. Hey, me and you together. It's in Virginia? Uh, it's uh, North Carolina, I think. Um, you're thinking of Roanoke, I think. Um, <laughs> but Blackbeard again. No. No, I'm not doing that. Blackbeard at this point. Fully insane. For, for insane, but at this point, he's like, I'm too well known. My, my my time's running out to be doing this. He kind of realized, like, like Hornigold. Did. He's numbered. I, I, my days are numbered out here. I'm, I got too big of a target on my back. Yeah. So, Vane fucking, Vane leaves. Vane attacks some ship and ends up getting fucked up and retreating. And he was too far under the attack. And his, his crew didn't want to retreat, and he demanded they retreat, and they listened to him because he's captain. But after that, they th- overthrew him. They voted him off. They voted Jack Rackham to be their captain. Calico Jack. They maroon him on an island. They drop him off on a fucking island by him, got it by himself. Did for sure. So Wilson. At this point, <laughs> at this point, Blackbeard. Run. Blackbeard actually got has like some backhand deal with like the governor of like North Carolina. He's going up the coast and like terrorizing shipping, and then bringing that ship back and selling it to him at a super low price. But he's living like kind of a lower, you know, under the radar life. But the the governor of Virginia is like, "Fuck this, dude! We're hunting down Blackbeard." So he sends this crew after Blackbeard. It is such a constant pissing match. They catch up to him. They the crew going after Blackbeard actually accidentally hits a sandbar, gets stuck on, and Blackbeard could have got away. But he was like, I'm turning around let's and fucking take him. Up. Let's take him now. They're stuck. Let's take him. And he goes after him, lights Died. him up, boards, fights him hand to hand, meets. Uh, I can't Why remember. did they board it? To fuck him up. But they fucking, they're stuck. Okay. Uh, You're losing a lot, man. Just shoot the ship down. Blow the bastard up. What are you doing, Blackbeard? So at this point, yeah, he has a five fleet ship. I mean, five, five ship fleet. Uh, yeah, he. Damn, I can't find where. Fucking notes about. So the oh Maynard was the guy that was after after Blackbeard. Uh, he he boards Maynard's ship, is trying to fight him. Uh, meets Maynard face to face. They both draw their pistols. Blackbeard misses. Maynard hits him. Doesn't fucking take him down. Keeps going after Maynard. Legend has it. The man got was cut at least 20 times by swords, shot five times, was still going, and then some, but, some big motherfucker lopped his goddamn head off. What? Probably Ma- the mountain. <laughs> Probably the mountain. 
<laughs> so they Maynard chucks his fucking body overboard, mounts his head on the mast of his ship, and sails back to to Virginia to let everyone know that Blackbeard's dead. Uh, Black Holy Caesar, shit. Black Caesar, his right hand man to the very end, was caught in the fucking in the hold underneath trying to light the entire stash of, of black powder on fire to blow all of them up. They stopped him right before he fucking did it. Wow. No shit. Yep. Trying to blow the whole fucking thing in himself up. That's a brother right there. Uh. Let me tell you. Wow. So. They've had this conversation before. So Vane, Vane stuck on this island. Someone eventually comes across him. Oh, he didn't die. Didn't die. Gets picked up by a merchant ship. Uh, he no takes, he takes it by himself. They bring him somewhere else. <laughs> that would have been nuts. They bring him somewhere else where they meet up with another ship that was part of the same fleet. And the captain of that ship recognized Vane, knew who he was. They put him in shackles. Take him to Point Royal, Jamaica, where he's hanged <laughs> to death for piracy. <coughs> what? An unfortunate turn of events for him. Jack Rackham and Bonnie and crew, and also in that crew, was not only Ann Bonnie, who was a badass pirate in her own respect, an absolute fucking badass, <coughs> but there's also another female pirate named Mary Reed, who was another fucking super badass. Mary Reed went for years on pirate ships pretending to be man. Um, no shit. Room, there, I don't know how true this is, but suppose There wasn't many female pirates then, I'd imagine. There's actually more than you would think, but it, there's no way to know how many there were because, because so many of them were pretending like, to be men. Yeah. She apparently claimed to be James Kidd, which was the... She claimed to be the bastard son of Captain Kidd, which was a legendary pirate of, uh, of English lore that sailed with like Henry Avery and shit. Um, and people believed it. People believed it, but she wasn't. Yeah, any relation shit. to him. Her name was Mary Reed, and eventually she was found out and then was actually very well respected as a pirate in her own right. Um, Holy shit, that's cool. But Mary Reed and Anne Bonnie were fucking badasses, and they ended up, they were terrorizing shipping around Jamaica. I just want to know how you got around so long with, like, sitting down and peeing and not getting made fun of. <laughs> Probably walking and pissing. <laughs> at, at this point, though, at this point, though, both... both uh, uh, Anne Bonnie and uh, Mary Reed had the reputation. You didn't fuck with them. They would cut your fucking throat. Um, you shouldn't be looking at them when they're peeing. Yeah, they, they would <laughs> fucking chop you up. So they, so Jack Rackham is the captain of this crew. He's terrorizing Jamaican shipping. Ends up in this fight he can't fucking handle. They get boarded. Um, Rackham and most of the crew barricade themselves below deck. Uh, Not good. Mary Reed and Ann Bonnie fought to the very end on the fucking deck. They end up getting captured, but they didn't kill him. But Rackham and the crew surrendered, and Mary Reed and Ann Bonnie wouldn't. Didn't. But they end up all getting captured. Um, what Jack, happened to them? Jack Rackham got hung in Port Royal, Jamaica. Oh, for fuck's sake. Within sight of his former buddy, Charles Vane. Um, Mary Reed and Ann Bonnie were both supposed to be hung. They both claimed to be pregnant. Who knows if they were or not. These were very pious Christian people. They weren't going to hang a pregnant woman. Right. Mary Reed dies of an illness in uh, Jamaican prison. Ann Bonnie, no one really knows. Some people say she made it back to the Carolinas or something. That's a cool story. Uh, other people say she lived out her life in Jamaica, but she did not. She was not executed, and she did not die in prison. No shit. And yeah. no one knows if she was pregnant or not. 
no one knows if that's true. What a cool story that would be if there was a little baby pirate that came out. There's a sweet baby pirate on, on the loose. But, I saw his face light up, and I was like, I know he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He did it. But, yeah. Uh, so, Woods Rogers takes over Nassau. Uh has some hard times himself. He actually ends up in debtor's prison because his whole venture is funded by people that have an investment in this. He ends up in debtor's prison for years. Jesus. Uh, he ends up redeeming himself at some point. They just kind of let him go because they, they're like, oh, this guy's kind of a national hero, sort of. Yeah. And probably are too hard on him. Uh, and he ends up being going back to, I think, Nassau and becoming like the governor for a long time. Uh, but that is pretty much the story of the Golden Age of Pirates in the West Indies, a.k.a. the Caribbean. This is such a cool... I was like 1,000% hooked from the gate, dude. Yeah, I wasn't even talking. Yeah, that's amazing. Either, I, this is hands down my favorite stories you've ever told. The Black Sales TV show is phenomenal and has Witch Rogers, everybody in it, uh, most of these people I mentioned. The, like, the book Treasure Island is fantastic. Um, and th- this, just getting into it so much in the last week or two for this episode, I'm like, I want to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> so bad. So bad. Aren't they remaking it? They, they, it's, it's the next one on the list for them to remaster. But I get on PlayStation Store on Sunday. I'm like, how much is this shit? It's $9.50. Did you get it? And I was like, I'm fucking buying it. I gotta fucking buy it. I gotta check it out. Honestly, I mean, their graphics aren't PS5 worthy, but they're not bad. So and you're saying I should? Buy, are you saying I should buy it, bro? I would highly recommend it. <laughs> and, and, and like, I'm, I started playing it. I played probably two, three hours worth of it, and I am first off blown away by the historical accuracy of it and all the people I've already I've already come across that are real you've, people. You've known this. Going I into it. I didn't remember, and I didn't know how many of these people were real when I first played it because I wasn't into this shit. Mm-hmm. Is this, did this game I've get you into up, it? I've already, it kind of sparked my fascination. Pushed you. Pushed you. There's a Netflix docuseries called The uh, the Lost Pirate Kingdom, uh-huh. which is fantastic, which is basically this whole story that I just told. It's It's phenomenal. I highly recommend it. It's like a six episode, like 40 minutes an episode. It's Worth it. Fantastic. Um, Name of that one again? The Lost Pirate Kingdom. Okay, and that's on Netflix. Netflix. That's what really sparked this interest. And then I read uh, Colin Woodward's book, The Republic of Pirates. Then I read Treasure Island. Was that mainly like about Jamaica, that book? It was mainly about it. Yeah, Yeah. but it was way, way, way more in-depth than the show or anything. Um, But yeah, it was those, those couple things. But like I said, I started playing that Assassin's Creed. And, like, already in three hours, I've met Benjamin Hornigold, Edward Thatch, Mary Reed, Steed Bonnet, the gentleman pirate, uh, Woods Rogers. <laughs> really was Woods Rogers is the bad guy in the game. Oh, no shit. It's fucking, it, it's oh, so. Oh, man. And, and, um, and the greatest thing about it is, you know, I told you, Sam Bellamy is my fucking. Yeah, that's true. Dude, dude. dog. Yeah, that's yeah. my man. And, and <laughs> sucks how he went out, though. And the, the protagonist, the player you, you play, the assassin in the Assassin's Creed Black Flag, is a guy named Edward Kenway. He's totally fictional. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was it wondering. It's so obvious now that he is based on Sam Bellamy. So painfully obvious that he's Sam Bellamy. 
he has a he has a girlfriend and a, and and her parents or he's a wife and her parents disapprove of him and he's like listen I I just gotta go I I gotta make something of myself I can't live hand to mouth forever and and, and he leaves and does all this stuff and the that's end of the who game, you are yeah you're Sam Bellamy dude no you're, you're, Ed, shit. you're Edward Kenway but it's definitely it's Sam, Bellamy. Sam Bellamy oh man that makes me hype it's nine dollars and fifty cents right now yeah dude it's so oh, I'm getting it tonight it's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> the last time he told me that, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> and that game my, was so fucking good. It's the only game that I think I'd rival may, maybe rank above Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, man. I'm Not Spider-Man? No. Oh, really? Wow. I really like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's probably certainly in the top five. Uh, but no. no. Zach's been trying to get me to play that for two years. It's, it, it's a great game. but it, I'm, I'm an RPG guy. Me too. And those are the two best RPGs I've ever played. The 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 Assassin's Creed. To yeah. think that that game came out ten years ago, I've never played it. Any of them. Just to compare it to the open world expansiveness that Red Dead gave you. Yeah, it's it's on par. No shit, bro. You can go whaling. You can go uh, harpooning for sharks. You can you can go diving for treasure at different spots. That's dope. I mean, you get you, you got you like the freedom, man. You got to get skins from all these different animals to get these different outfits or different, uh, even weapons holsters and shit. You can hold four fucking pistols on your chest. That's cool, dude. It's so rad. <laughs> Is there sea monsters? There's not sea monsters, but that dog, a whale. When you're sailing and a fucking humpback whale breaches right in front of you, it'll scare the shit out of you. Dude. <laughs> I know one thing that'll scare the shit out of you, and that's a fucking unfit t-shirt. And the best way you could fucking save yourself from looking like a piece of shit is by rocking a t-shirt that makes you fucking look good. And we got the fucking prescription for you. Go to freshcleantees.com. Promise. Doesn't matter what type of body type you are. You got a dad bod. You're a little chunky. You fucking fit. You want a fresh clean tee. They're soft, amazingly soft. They got so many different color options. They have polos, long sleeve tees, short sleeve tees, Henleys, shorts, socks, underwear. Promise you'll love all of these products. And you can save 15% by using coupon code mostly sober at checkout at freshcleantees.com. This most sober beer chug is for you guys over at Fresh Clean Tees. Cheers. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like, dude, there's so many other. There, like, that's, I like that story in particular because I like the Caribbean series and I like the intertanglement of so many pirates that had such and, personal personal relationships with one one another. I was just getting ready to say like each of those each of the guys that you mentioned were main character worthy characters. Yeah. Like they could all have their own fucking story, they can have their own movie, they can have their own book. Yeah. Like in in Black Sails, Charles Vane is like the coolest and the scariest dude you've ever seen. How about Thatch? Thatch isn't big in that show. He actually comes like he, he, I think this the show's only four seasons. Did he look like shit? Maybe five. Um, but he I don't he doesn't show up at all until like the fourth and fifth season. 
Well, they have. And like, he he isn't historically accurate at all for that show. Oh, really? Yeah, not not a, not even remotely historically accurate. Is there? I mean, I'm sure there's like. I mean, I know there's books and things about Blackbeard. I was curious on who was going to get the Blackbeard nickname out of it all. You thought it was Black Sam earlier. Wasn't I did. Yeah. I did. I thought it was Black Sam for sure. Yeah. Um, and that was just. Blackbeard's right-hand man. Black right? Sam was actually spoken of like highly by his, the people that he captured about like how fair he was. That's how, cool. Like, but the one guy, actually, the guy, the guy that actually tested him, that pissed him off, that made him give that awesome fucking speech about being a free prince, him not recognizing their crowns that he's a free prince, and that's why he never agreed to a pardon. But that guy actually, he was like. Listen, mate, like when he first got there, he was like, listen, like we're going to go through your holds. We're going to figure out everything you got. But hopefully, you know, we're just going to take what we want. We're going to send you on your way here in a little bit. But his crew, his crew voted. That guy couldn't keep his ship. They were going to sink it. And he was like, hey, sorry, man. We're going to have to, you know, want to put you on this on this other like little boat on your fleet. We're going to have to sink this one. And the guy was like, what, you don't have any control? You don't have any control over your men? And he was like, you don't understand how this works. Like, <laughs> like it's a democracy, yeah. bro. They voted. Yeah. This yeah. bitch goes down. I'm not a king. motherfucker. You know what I mean? We yeah. don't live by your rules kind of shit. Yeah, that's so dope. But he actually, he didn't like that. He didn't like sinking that ship? No. He had a big problem with it. He was like, we should not have sunk that ship. That's fucked up. Just like big regrets the whole time. Yeah. But... I mean, he's still stuck to his word and, like, the code of the pirates, you know, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Like, uh, imagine modern times like that now. Well, like, the, the thing was, is, like, it's it's amazing what that weird society that existed for about a decade, not even quite a decade, um, in Nassau. I mean, they, I mean, it, it's fucked up, but it's, like, the first, it was prostitution there was, like, booming. <laughs> there was like there was like women that made fortunes on Nassau and like treating them badly or stealing from them or not paying them. Frown that was off. a no go. Like, like you killed. might get fucking killed on that island. But they're probably getting syphilis though. Oh, they were definitely getting syphilis, but whatever. That ranged from then all the way to the pussy's pussy. You know, wild, wild west <laughs> in the in the yo girl you clean nineties. You know. Who cares? I just did like a quick Google search and uh, I came across like a bunch of myths and legends that pirates would always talk about. So maybe we can do that some other time. That would be sick. Well, even I was thinking like, I mean, you talk about like Henry Avery. Henry Avery has this whole incredible story. Him, Thomas too. I can't remember. There was a a few other famous pirates of the era, but they they were pirating the waters of like South Africa madagascar type shit like that and henry avery was where the legend of buried treasure really comes from that along with the treasure island story but henry avery supposedly buried this massive treasure somewhere and there's no reason still not found no reason to believe any of that's true but But, no reason not to but also there's this crazy story with henry avery and thomas too and those guys is that they a place called libertalia Okay. Which is supposedly, I think, in Madagascar, but it's supposed to be the true, like, pirate paradise in which all these different pirate captains threw all their riches together. And built a paradise. And built this hidden paradise 
in the jungle somewhere. Well, I was talking But more. that's actually like been like heavily searched for by like archaeologists. No shit. They, they, yeah, they ain't finding shit. But they probably don't. It, it was very wide. It, that was a believed thing. It wasn't just like legend. Like a lot of people believed it enough that they did a lot of searching for that. But I was on par more of the way like mermaids cracking. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, nin- yeah. Giant squid. Ninjin. Like. Well, like even like the story for, like in the siren first, first Pirates of the Caribbean where they're like, it's bad luck to have a woman on board. Like, I don't know if you remember that, mm-hmm. but that was like that. Like there's like legends of that, like the Ian Bonnies and Mar- and Mary Reeds are like a outlier for that. They were yeah. wel- welcome on pirate crews because stories of sirens and mermaids and these these women that would lure you into the water and drown you. Uh, like Calypso. But the, that that stuff, like I looked into the, the sea monsters. That was, by this point, this is 200 years after circumnavigation of the planet. No sea monsters. It wasn't. Those weren't quite as widely believed for like Caribbean pirates. But probably more so really. 1500s? 1500s for sure. Yeah. I I'd mean, like to, I'd like to get into that a little bit. Like when Magellan went to circumnavigate the planet, people thought he was going to sail off the edge er, yeah, of the, of the earth. Yeah. Like, I read a book on it, and the book was called Over the Edge of the World. And it was about him. Yeah. It was, a, it was about that story. But hmm. that's really what people believe. And they also really believe in fucking sea monsters. And they really believe the further you went out, the worse it got. The worse it got. Of course. Why would it be safer? I mean, they believe in sea monsters, and sea monsters are fucking real. We just don't call them monsters. We just got actual we know names they are. for them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this, they sea didn't know monsters what the fuck, are very real. They didn't know what the fuck a goddamn giant squid was, bro. That shit's real. There was footage of that shit. Dude. Like, you imagine? The first dude that saw a great great white breach the surface like they Shit do, his pants. They probably didn't. Yo. They probably never stepped foot in the water the rest yeah. of their lives. Yeah, dude. Yo. You won't believe what the fuck I saw. Like... And then they explain it, and of course, fish stories, right? Like, they're going to well, exaggerate. Like, the, like he said about Moby Dick early. Moby Dick's about a whale that was, like, borderline homicidal. Like, was an evil whale. Massive sperm whale. Albino. Oh, so it was, like, unique as shit. Yeah, and uh, whaling captains would just go pursue this white whale and get absolutely fucked. Bye. Like, it would fucking ram the boats. Uh, the, the little whaling boats would go out and chase it, and it would just fucking breach them and slam on them. And that's why the term white whale is like a, like a fool, like a fool's errand, like a, yeah. like a pipe dream. Yeah, a white okay. whale is is a pursuit that is never going to pan out. As a, like, that's, 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 that's your white whale, bro. That's your white whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. You guys are teaching. Have you, have you seen there. in the heart of the sea yet? I have watched it. Yeah. Oh. Phenomenal. It's actually really good. Phenomenal. Thor and Spider-Man. But, uh... I mean, that's why I like this shit. Like, just old school naval travel just... Uh, It's... Blows your mind. Blows my mind that people lived years of their life on On the ocean. Do you remember the made-for-TV... Yeah. (laughs) Right! Do you remember the made-for-TV movie of Moby Dick with, uh... Little Elliot from E.T. was Ishmael. And uh, <clears throat> Captain was uh, Professor Patrick Dave. Stewart. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. It, that is so fucking good, but it's like impossible to find anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I do remember that. Uh, it, was, it was great. But In the Heart of the Sea, I think, is the best other retelling of it yeah. besides that one. Well, like, like the, the difficulty of that shit was just insane. You know For, what yeah, I mean? you're just going after a myth. 
the difficulty of all the difficulty of sailing just around the world, or the difficulty from sailing from England to Jamaica to the Americas or to Jamaica, or the, the difficulty of that is insane. When when Magellan circumnavigated the world, he went from I think he took off from like France or something, but he went to the South Americas. He went to like the Strait and like Patagonia and. Like they got there, and then they had to beach their ships and careen them. Which, like, careening is a big thing, a part of a piracy because you need your ship as fast as can be. Which is whenever you you're at the ocean, that, like fixing the sails and like well, repairing it's like holes, all the fucking bar, the growth and shit you get on the yeah, hull yeah. of a ship. How long it takes that slows you down and you fucks up off. your ability to move so much. It's insane. There's also these weird like worm, they call them something worms. But it's like a parasite that literally eats through the wood. So, like every so many water termites, bro. Every so many months at sea, you literally have to beach your shit, like prop it up with giant fucking logs of trees that you got to cut down in the mod in the environment the that's fuck? around you. Yeah, without you yourself, prop on. the fucking thing up <laughs> and then scrape it all clean for that might take, and make any repairs. That might take a month or at something, least, and you're just camping on the beach. And then like Magellan ran into shit where like. When he knew he had to get to the straight, like he couldn't do it in the season, so it was like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta just kick it for six months." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, and hope to God there's enough food for all of us to survive on this random ass island we and just beached hope on. Hope that this little canal that we're we're sailing our boats through carefully and slowly for for hundreds of miles. Hope it comes out at the ocean on the other side. Yeah, and no not, shit. Not just some giant. Because you don't somewhere. fucking know. No, you could be fucking sailing to a dead end. Or off the world. Or off the world. Dude, they dealt with mutinies. They dealt with like <laughs> I thought you were gonna say mutants. <laughs> they dealt with well, the, fucking... the Patagonians. They came by, which was probably just like weird South Americans that were just much bigger than than Europeans. They thought they were like giants and shit. They like kidnapped one. <laughs> They literally kidnapped one. They're like, we got to bring this back to the king. <laughs> like, he's going to get a kick out of this big motherfucker. Shit. <laughs> Look how they tall. Did. Look how tall. Then they like came across a tribe that like fucking Magellan was killed by a spear from a tribesman, bro. He didn't make it back. I still. <laughs> Magellan was buried on some island. A tribesman threw a spear through him that they think was like poison tip because he got like horribly sick and died. No shit. Yeah. I believe it. He I believe it. it. He probably did touch the fucking that one frog with it, dude. Just fucking launched that bitch like at the him. Craziest the southern thing staring frog. The staring frog of southern Sri Lanka. <laughs> it's real. Was that the? Was that an urban legend? Mm-mm. South Park. Uh, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yeah, dude. I could tell you about like there's a Ching Chingshi. Chingshi? No, not Chingshi. Chingshi. S H I H uh, was a female pirate, Chinese female pirate queen. She had over four hundred ships Holy in, her, fuck. in her fleet. Four hundred, dude. Four hundred ships in her fleet. That's more than a navy. She had right? something like six thousand people. Under That's more her, than a navy, I would assume, at that day and age. A modern oh, navy. Like, I, yeah, probably. I don't know, but she was a pirate queen in the eighties. This was. A hundred years after these Caribbean pirates. This is in the 1800s. Wow, that's like not long ago. Yeah. That's 200 years ago. And the government was like, please just retire. We won't, like, have any charges against you. She she was like, okay. 
<laughs> and she lived a- to be like 70 years old. <laughs> what a fucking badass yeah. bitch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Another story. Yeah. Like, dude, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing to me, man. I love that shit. Like, I'm, I'm always like a big fan of history, especially like could be potential, potential like fictional, you know? Yeah. Well, just- like I was saying, like uh, uh, Charles Vane and Ned Love were the two that were fucking evil, bro. Like e- Charles Vane would really torture, really horribly torture people, murder people, kill people in front of other people to get them, tell them shit. Like, I, I just can't believe that Thatch wasn't that terrible. Thatch wasn't bad at all. He just had the persona. They, everyone says you don't know what Blackbeard actually did because he built up such a reputation that so many things get attributed to him yeah. that we know weren't true. So you don't know what is true. And he would be... He's the but one. he wasn't very successful. He was well-known. He grew a big a reputation, But he, yeah. did, he wasn't very successful. He didn't take a lot of big prizes. He wasn't rich. Was it because he was just so soft, maybe? No, I just don't think I just he just didn't. It was luck too. I mean, it all yeah, depends across. that's true. I mean, Bellamy just got insanely lucky. Yeah, he just came across good prizes at good times and was very good at taking them. And he was there at the right time in the right stretch yeah. before the crown got involved before they came for him. But like Ned Lowe being super evil, dog, that dude was like cut a piece of your body off of you and then make you eat it <laughs> like, <laughs> like crazy awesome. shit another horrible thing they would do is they would uh wow if they wanted to torture somebody uh and this is how a character died in black sails is they would uh they would loop a big rope around the bottom of the ship from rail to rail left to right you know starboard to port side yeah they would run a whole rope around and tie a rope to the person they want to torture and throw them overboard and drag them under the boat and pull them up on the other side. They would be dead, I would, I would assume, by the first pass. They would take. They would do it multiple, multiple times until they were dead. That's And that's like a thing but scraping across the whole bottom. Not just that wooden boat, but all the fucking hard-ass barnacles and things that are growing on it. And whatever. And like nearly drowning to death at the yeah, same time. no big deal. Just ripped your skin to ribbons. What terrible. about walking the plank? That's totally, totally made up. Totally made up. Totally made up. Uh, walking the plank. I kind of want to know. There is no reason to build a giant wooden diving board off the side of a fucking pirate ship <laughs> just just to <laughs> make people just to make people die. You could just shoot them or or, or, <laughs> yeah. or cut their throats or one bullet, you, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's like one incident. That's reported and like I looked that up actually in all of like pirate history where some evil motherfucker like chained uh, cannonballs to somebody and threw him in the ocean and threw him over. But what a terrible not way to go walking out. the plank. Um, they would do much worse things, like I said, like drag you across the bottom of the boat or <laughs> like going no big deal or uh, drive matches under your fingernails and then light them on fire. Until they burnt down to under your fingernail. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Rad. It's rad. It's pretty sick. I like this episode a lot. You guys have any questions for horror? Before oh, um, talking? parrots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big thing. Kind of actually a thing of pirate world. Uh, yeah, it is. 
um, not really. That they, they were kind of kept as pets, but they were actually usually usually just they were an easy thing to get your hands on, in you know the Caribbean tropical islands and stuff, especially like Madagascar and shit like that. And they were easy thing to get your hands on, and you could sell them for a lot of money. And they were like no maintenance, so they'd be on the ship, just hanging out. They just like fly around it because yeah. the only thing they can where land get, on. Where can, yeah, know? right. And when they got in, like they'd give it as a gift or or. Here's, it a, for, here's a pair a lot of money. Yeah. Here's a parrot. It's my parting gift for you. Yeah. Dude, that's the great. Fla- the flags were a big thing. That was a big thing in, in pirate culture. I, I didn't People hear any. People had their own flags. Uh, uh, Blackbeard has his own flag. But they were all color coordinated, as you mentioned. Right? Like, n- like no matter what, the black flag was black. It depended on the period. Like, there was no such thing as a black flag at all until, like, the 1650s. Like, early pirates had no black flags. Like, that wasn't really a thing. You mentioned red earlier in the Red was no quarter given, yeah. How how many times did that ever happen? I mean, it probably happened quite a bit, but that was also, like, a short time period thing, too, that didn't really exist for very long. Okay. Pirates would actually, they were known for, like, any time they'd take a ship, like, they'd take their flag. But it was always great to have a Spanish flag or a British flag. It was you almost see a big-ass like a... ship that you can't fucking take in the distance, and they're flying a British flag, it's like, yo... Get the fuck out. Brace the, the fucking Union Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put up whatever flag you needed to just get by inconspicuously, you know? Yeah, right. Like, they, they're going to think that you're like a, you know, a ship from a certain country or whatever else. It's like, yeah, don't fuck with that one. Though. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But, like, also, like, the battles were crazy. Like, uh, Bellamy, it took him three days of pursuing the Witta to catch it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that shit's not... You think it's like easy. exciting and fast? Like, yeah, it's not. Like it's fucking like you a see chess them in match. a distance and you start pursuing and hopefully like project where they're going, right? Like yeah, that's that's part of the reason why so many ships like okay got away or whatever. That's why, else. Like the book, The Republic of Pirates, like they got really into it. Like tells you like actual stories of the naval warfare and different guys got in battles and just like sailed straight into a storm that no one else would ever dare follow them just to get away. Shit. After days of chasing them, shit, yeah, nuts. It's a cat and mouse game, but like that's why that fucking video game's so cool. Dude. <laughs> you get the sailing aspect of it is just it's perfect. You have to watch your compass because like the wind goes different ways. You storms come in, little cyclones and shit. You got to stay away from rogue waves. You got to hit. You got to make sure you hit them head on. Don't. They'll fuck up your boat, dude. They'll cap- capsize you. And you got to reach for a line. <laughs> yeah, stay away from scurvy. <laughs> and syphilis. But dude, it's, it's big. That game goes so deep. I can't believe 10 years ten years later, it, it still... Holds a candle. It still works. It really yeah. does. It doesn't bother me to play it. That's, that's but that, that Libertalia I was telling you about, like Henry Avery and shit. Yeah. That has a... The, uh, there's a whole Uncharted video game based on that story. No shit. Uncharted 4, I think. It's there's really the, about Henry Avery's Libertalia and the treasure that he left there. There's an RPG game that came out for a computer recently, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's specifically about being a pirate. And you, you know, make your own... I've seen clips of it on, on like, like Instagram on or TikTok something. and shit, yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember what the fuck it is, but it looks dope, and I'm like, oh, maybe one day I'll yeah. try it out, but I haven't. But Black Flag sounds fun. It's dope. So good. Yeah, especially after your review. And then you're like peering over at me with your eyes real big, like, dude, you got to get it. 
Honestly, Get it. I, I'm shocked at how good it is. I thought it was going to be really bad. I really thought it was going to be real bad being that. That was before I... I played that game before I didn't have a system for like yeah. five years. Yeah. That was like one of your first ones to start playing when you got back into gaming a little bit. No, no, no. That was before I quit gaming. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then you quit and then you came back. No. <laughs> what you talking about? Before you quit gaming, you played Black Flag. Yeah, I quit. Yeah. I, I I played Black Flag. Didn't have even a system. Xbox 360 mm -hmm. became obsolete, and I didn't play anything until like PS4. Know. Well, yeah, but like late PS4, like yeah. super late PS4. Like two years in, three years in, like five years in. Damn, like seven years in. I don't know how long the PS4 reigned. I think I only had a PS4 for three years before I got to. Five. Five, yeah. I've only had mine for four. So, yeah, that sounds about right. Because you've had your PS5 about a year longer than I've had my four. Really? year and a half, yeah. You only had a PS4 for... No, for like four years. Oh. And I'm confused. Wrap this shit up. Yeah. Wrap it up. I ain't got a P now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Most Silver Podcast. I'm Travis Anils, Zach Uhas, and Josh Harvey with these fucking ridiculous fucking stories. Speaking of ridiculous, we got a ridiculous, ridiculous Rick, Ricky Ridiculous over here. Capturing everything you see on TikTok. He's the man. Stat guy. And we'll see you. Ahoy. Oh. Chips on.